So we started talking yesterday about Yom Kippur. And we spoke on a more theoretical level, to keep the menu said we said, because I want to build on it. And that is that when it comes to Yom Kippur, it's not just a shadow of getting kapara, which means, so to speak, we don't get punished, because Hashem is forgiven, I still forgiven the punishment. And so there's a second aspect to Averis as well. And the second aspect to Averis is the fact that a person has ruined themselves to some extent. Some, a person has lowered themselves, a person has uh, destroyed some level of the unruchnius, and that's nothing to do with getting punished. That's the shayla of, of a person is now in a lower place than they were before. Just like if a person would become tame, that's not a punishment, it's a matthias. And therefore, the Yekifah offers a second as- aspect as well, and that is the concept of kapara, of tarik. And that is that a person has a chance to become tarik again. And how does a person become tarik again? How does a person re- return to a level that he had and he lost? Like I said, it's not a shayla of Hashem forgiving him. It's a shayla of returning to a previous state. So we spoke about the mikvah. We spoke about the mikvah, and the Yisrael began with the mikvah was that why does going into a mikvah matari somebody? My mikvah matari said, he touched the sheriff. He's going to the mikvah. He's out the mikvah. He still touched the sheriff. So why does going into the mikvah change something? So yes, it's exactly. But the Yisrael is that, that the idea of, of a mikvah symbolizes is a person's returning to a state of beginning. And that is just like when before <coughs> the first step of the creation of the world, because everything was, uh, was underwater, everything was covered by the main, and the creation of everything else begins when Akash Rochel moves the water to the side, and then you cover main, Terahayabasha, and you can have trees, and you can have plants, and you can have animals, and eventually people. So, and that's the world which we have, and then if we would go and tell that world, so we have to start again. And therefore we go back under the water. And now coming out from that is like a new start. It's a, it's an, and the new beginning is without the effects of what was there before it. That's the Yisrael of Tarim. And that's the case. Ma'am mikvim Tarim Satsmeim, Kacha Kodesh Baruch Matarim Yisrael. And therefore Yisrael Yom Kippur, what you said yesterday, was that a person goes back to a stage of wanting to start again. Wanting to start again, and the, the feed, the Oymek, the person wants to kill. This is a new beginning. And therefore, I don't want to be affected by what happened in the past. So then, a person is diving and he is given the chance to start again without whatever, without whatever tumor there was, which means without whatever affected him from the mainstream did before, and he's given the chance to start again. That's like Kodesh Baruch is the mikvah Yisrael Hashem. And how does the person do that? How does the person go back to the point of beginning? So we started talking about this yesterday. Again, we explained the theory, what we call the Mira Yena of Mira Sabina, which is the same Mira, which is Yevil, like we spoke about. But how does the person do this in the mess? So that's what I'm talking about today. So we started talking about, at the end of the yesterday, we spoke about Ne'ila. Because Ne'ila is different to the Adathezim Kippah. The Adathezim Kippah are all, we ask in Al-Khayt. So we ask for Kapara. Kapara, we go through all the rest of the Al-Khayt, and we say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we everything, and not punish us. But then we get to an Eira, and I'm Al-Khayt. There's a different fear on Eira. And that is that you've got to finish Mirosh, it's a very long time for Nechah. But the Maisa people, or the Nechshah people, they are theirs, and they have to die. And we say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it's part of Sukkim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want people to die. 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 
that's what's the point that Shulam is saying now? And that is that it could be that as a result of what a person's done in the past, is five missing. As a result of his master is in a situation where he deserves to die. And the Yisrael of Ne'ilah is that Bimkom punishing, killing the person for what he's done wrong, which might be deserved, Bimkom that. Give him a chance to start again. Chayo, not Chayo in a stage where he's Chayv Mitzvah. Chayo in that he's someone who deserves to die and let him carry on deserving to die. No. Chayo, he'll start again. He'll give a, get, a, get a chance to live. And uh, our Bakash of the Ilah is, and this Bani uh, Musa used to say, that Ke'ilu, we're looking ahead. And that is, Kodesh Baruch I'm looking for a new chance to start. A new chance to start, if a person, Bani uh, used to say, if a person thinks, what am I going to do to make next time better? Or what, what am I going to, how do I plan that the year ahead will, will, be, will, be a better, be, will be a better performance than the one which has just passed? There's a time to think about that as an Ilah. Because the, the Bakash of the Ilah is, that we want a new lease on life. We want to start again. Now, Adkan, we already spoke about. And therefore, when a person comes out of Yom Kippur, it's with a sense of not just of Kapara, it's also the sense of Tyra. It's given the new chance to start again. But now I want to talk about the avoid a person has to do to get there. Not just the concept which Yom Kippur allows a person to get there, the avoid a person has to do to get there. And this is something which, again, we're holding a day before Yom Kippur. It's something person has to think about beforehand because it's, uh, it's on your kippah itself, time goes too quickly. Between davening and everything a person has to say and do, so there isn't that time to think. And therefore, the more a person prepares beforehand the, 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 the way he's going to go into your kippah, it's going to make a difference to his kippah. And I'll start with something very simple, but there's a, there's a certain, it sounds simple, but there's a certain avoid a person has to do here. And that is naturally. Most people, uh, the idea of Yom Kippur scares them. You know, it's, it's, a day, it's a long fast, and a whole day, and so much to say, so much to happening. It's like a very heavy day. It's very not, it's not to do. It's, it's difficult. The idea of Yom Kippur is normally looked at as something which is, in a sense, negative. You have to get through it. You have no choice. But uh, people don't necessarily look forward to Yom Kippur. Um, and... If you look in how the Rishonim talk about Yom Kippur, you'll see that the axis of the Rishonim to Yom Kippur is exactly the opposite. Yom Kippur is a day of which you look forward to the whole year. Rabbi Yehuda writes that the reason is a mitzvah to eat in Yom Kippur, to show how happy we are Yom Kippur's come. We've been looking forward to Yom Kippur for a long time. Now, Baruch Hashem, we're there. So we, we celebrate. We're going to eat tomorrow to celebrate the fact that we're zeichel to, to another Yom Kippur. So what's the difference? Why, why naturally do people uh, feel a certain fear of Yom Kippur, a certain, certain negativity towards Yom Kippur? The reason is Pashat. The reason is Pashat. And that is, if a person is looking at it from the physical side, so Yom Kippur is not an easy day. It's a fast day. It's a day which is it's derish a lot of energy and effort from a person. And uh, therefore, if you're looking at it like that, it's, it's, you can't shower, you can't, uh, you can't use whatever... Uh, and he would be in the category of sicha, and he sprays or lotions, you can't have normal shoes, you can't eat, you can't drink. It's inuim, inuim. As far as the body goes, it's, it's, it's afflicting, it's restricting, it's difficult. So at, at what stage does a person appreciate Yom Kippur? 
that's all true in the Torah says Tanis Lashusnechem. It's meant to be a davina. It's meant to be a difficult day physically. And once does the person begin to appreciate Yom Kippur? Only when a person relates to Yom Kippur from the perspective of his neshama. Only. Because if a person is looking from the perspective of his neshama, and it gives him an opportunity to feel something more than a person, I use those lashes of the circuit, something more than you'd normally feel as a person, that's something that Yom Kippur gives a person, uh, so to speak, a, an opening into seeing a part of himself which the whole humanity can't see. Normally a person doesn't see themselves as more than physical. They might be see themselves as a physical person who's shown with mitzvahs, a physical person who eats kosher or only does what the Allah allows him to do, but that's a person's perspective, the way he relates to himself. Yom Kippur opens a window and opens the ability for a person to feel himself something more than that, and it only comes through the fast, and it only comes through the inui, because it's only when a person suppresses the physical part of himself, then they can start, and not naturally, but because of the Koyach of Yom Kippur, a person starts to feel a connection to his neshama. A person starts to feel a connection to his neshama. How much a person will feel that connection is starting on two things. Number one, a person's madraga. Number one, a person's madraga. Because the whole year round, the more a person has a connection to his neshama, the more he'll feel it on Yom Kippur. If a person is more distant from his neshama, it'll be harder for him to feel Yom Kippur. And that's the first point. And the second point is how much he tries to prepare for this beforehand. And that is the point of Yom Kippur is I'm trying to feel my nasham. I'm trying to feel what a side of myself which isn't just the physical part of myself. A side of myself which is aware is a different level of awareness. And that's exactly what that means. Again, anybody who's had a good experience in Yom Kippur knows exactly what I'm talking about. I need to explain it. But uh, if you're trying to say this over to an audience who doesn't know what you mean by that, so let's, let's say, I'll start from what Darizal says, and we'll, we'll just basically grade, tone it down to Alem. Darizal says that if a, on Yom Kippur, it says that a person whose nefesh is tar, which means he feels neshama, is naturally going to cry when he dives on specifically Yom Kippur, because it, it, his neshama is alive. It feels a connection which requires feel the whole year. And uh, when a person's moved on, on, on that level, so it, it's expressed by crying. Um, now it doesn't mean a person should force himself to cry. It's a natural phenomenon, says Arizal. Which means the person naturally, because of the feeling of Yom Kippur, it brings them to a feeling that, that's, that, they, they, that they're aware of a part of themselves they're not aware of the whole year. And that brings them to a stage of why they have crying. Why they have crying, I'll tell you. There's crying because the person said. And it's not the crying of Yom Kippur. When a person, when people make themselves cry in Kippur because they try to make themselves sad, it's not the point. It's the yom of yom to make themselves sad. The, 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 the tears of Yom Kippur come from a place of a person feeling something which is overwhelming. Something which is too strong for me. It doesn't make me sad. It's just I feel overawed by something which is way stronger than I am. And the person feels, therefore, I'm, the, the response when uh, I, I can't encompass something which is too big comes out and a person cries. Just like the dogma, where, uh, by Hasna very often, Hasna uh, more often the color starts crying. She's not sad, but just the enormity of the, it's, it's more than a person can take in, so it's expressed like that. Why is the response crying and not happiness, the overwhelming response? Why is the you, you'll be happy, but the, 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 it's, it's, not, it's not coming from sadness. It's coming from the, something which is awesome, something which is too big for me to encompass. I feel, inco- I feel small compared to something which is so much bigger than me, and therefore the person's reaction to that is, uh, you know, I feel, 
I can't contain something that's expressed by crying also. Is that where tears of joy come from? Sorry? Is that where tears of joy come Yes. When well, something which is too much for a person to, to, to absorb. Now, that feeling, Be'etzim, is a person's connection to Zan Neshama. We don't feel that the whole year round. But when sometimes a person feels that a connection to something which is more than just my body, because my body is limited. I know the size of my body, I know how my body feels, but now I feel something much greater, much bigger. And uh, it's, it's the start of the feeling of the Kulbekus, but it's the start when a person feels that, that there's a part of me which is much more than this. And, now I can, and then it's expressed by being feeling overwhelmed by a connection with something much stronger. Let's try to explain in different words also. Again, a person's experience it, I don't, you don't have any explanation, you know what I mean. But for a person who is trying to understand the point I'm trying to say, Let's say different words too. And that is, the the Koyach of Yom Kippur, it says Chazal, it's the Perkut Yom Kippur, that the Malachim come to HaKadosh Baruch Yom Kippur and say that we, that Christ will today like Malachim. And we have quite a particular with many of the Lachim of Yom Kippur. Just like Malachim we're white, it's a minute to repeat. Just like Malachim stand, it's a minute to stand. They're like Malachim. What does it mean? What does the Malachim see that we lack Malachim on Yom Kippur more than any other thing? And the answer is exactly the same thing. When a person gets to a stage where they aren't relating to themselves physically, they, 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 they try to relate to the Sparachu on a high level. So the Koyach of Yom Kippur is a person can. A person can. A person can feel a connection to the Sparachu, not, not, not so much in the confines of his body, in a, in a way where he feels a connection which goes beyond that. And yes, the feeling of beyond that is something which is beyond what a person can contain. That's what makes, brings the feeling of it's bigger than I am. That's also why, that, that's the, the hargosha of Yom And sometimes the person naturally feels like Yom Kippur starts, sometimes it's through the avoidance of Yom. But at some stage in Yom Kippur, a person feels that sense of that he's, he's connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a way which is more than he can describe in a physical sense. That's the stage where the Malachim Sayyabarim is like a Malach. It's like a Malach because just like Malachim, the Red Takadish Baruch Hu, not physically, the Red Takadish Baruch Hu in a spiritual way, Klai Yisrael in Kippur, when we get to that stage also, the Red Takadish Baruch Hu, from this point of more than just the person, we feel a connection stronger than that, a connection stronger than that. So that's a year side of when a person's to a level, to a level above where he is. Is that what we would say is something similar to a Malach? Let's talk about this on a level which isn't just for me. So, if someone doesn't cry, they're broken? Uh, they haven't experienced this properly. And why hasn't the person felt this cry? So, the Pele Yahid says, and if a person doesn't cry, you keep it. So, the Pele says, so you should think, what's preventing me being able to feel that? If that's what a Jew is meant to get in your keeper, he's meant to have a feeling of, of transcendence, of feeling something uplifting more than he normally does. And I'm not feeling that, then a person should think, why am I not feeling that? And like I said, there's one of two reasons. He himself says this. Number one is because he never thinks like that. He, he never th- the whole year long, he never thinks about himself as being something more than a body. So it's hard for him to suddenly shift on Yom Kippur. A person who, the, during the year, he also thinks that I have an Neshama and I'm working to, uh, I'm working on raising my level of Ruchnius. So he doesn't feel the same Hargosh the whole year. First, he's more attached to his body. He doesn't have the Koyach of Yom Kippur, which lifts him up. But uh, on Yom Kippur, he does have that. That's the one. The second one is he hasn't done Shiva. 
Because when the persons are various, they drag a person down. And that's why to experience from Kippur, the first step has to be the Kapar. Because the person's been timing themselves. And the more they've been timing themselves, the more they feel that detachment. And therefore, the first part of Kippur is always to be the Kapar. The Kapar Lechem. The Kapar Lechem is the first to some level of Chibur for When that's been done, now a person is more able to feel a connection. But the important point is, the person's meant to get the feeling of connection, and this is the insight. Because the second that, this is say, the, the, the second the person feels that connection, that's Ke'ilu when he's being tabled. That's Ke'ilu when he's being tabled in the And what we saw, we don't know if it's this year, there's two kinds of tefillah. There's one kind of tefillah that a person submerges himself in water, completely. There's another kind of tefillah, what we call hashaka. When you want to be tabled in water, it just has to connect to him, it becomes tired too. The, the, they say the concept of Yankifa can work by Ashaka. When a person gets that feeling of connection to something above them, something Ruchni, it's Ashaka. There's a concept of Tara because they've now connected to HaKadosh Baruch from a different place. Now, yeah. Is this, is this feeling possible for a woman that's at home? Of course. Of course. It's nothing to do with the davening. It's got to do with the two steps of number one, Kapara, because if there are various, they're going to prevent the business being that. And when a person gets that, then there's a feeling of connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is a connection more than a person can feel any other time during the year. But the yisod of that feeling is, it's the tire of the mikveh. And the yisod of that is, when a person gets to that, so then the nakoda is, like we said, the concept of tara is, because I'm starting again. And therefore, it's like a new start, not affecting what happened before. The yisod how that works here, the yisod that works here is because once a person's one time, I say this, I heard this when I was in Shivaktana, 14, 15 years old, from the certain Khashif Mashkiach then, and the time I didn't believe me, but it's, I see it's 100% true. And that is, if a person's one time experienced Yom Kippur like that, he'll never be the same person. Because it gives you a window into a part of yourself which is so much greater than something which a person normally feels. And once a person is aware of that, the truth is, nothing physical satisfies in the same way. When all I know about is what I enjoy eating and what I enjoy doing and the kind of sports and the kind of activities, and that's, that's my whole life, that's my whole horizon, that's what I enjoy. But if at one time a person got to a feeling which is so overwhelming that I feel that it's, everything else is nothing in comparison. So yes, I might not be by a for the whole year, but it's, not, it's going to affect everything else because I can't enjoy things like that before, like as the same as before. I see that that's, that that's much, a much lower level, so to speak, of how much a person can feel something, how much a person can connect to something. Now that you've seen it, you can connect to something so much greater. And uh, in that way, that's what causes, the, gives the person the kayak to start again. Because you're not going to be the same person. And then it's a tyro. It's a tyro because I might be going back into the year. I might be finishing the year and falling back down to my level of being a person. That's true. But it's a different person. It's a person who, once you've had the exposure to something like that, you're not going to be the same person again. And that's why it's going to be tired, because now you're starting here. Now, that's the practical way to work on it. Number one, when there are things a person is doing which are going to um, interfere with his connection to our Kodesh Baruch so it's the first thing, yes, the Chuva. That's why Namayrev and Shachris and Muslim and Mincha, it's all Chuva. It's all Kapara, it's all Alchet, Alchet, Alchet. It's only after all of that. We come to Ne'ila, now we can work on the Tarah. Now we can work on the Tara of Yom Kippur, which comes from the point of, and Dafka Ne'ila has an extra R of the Ne'ila, which pushes the person even more. But you can feel a connection which is Achas Pashana. 
is an extra special thing. It's a new start. You want the person to start again, or want to start again. And with this feeling, it's a different start. <coughs> when you're going to spend Ba'ayimek, that's what you call the Midas Sabina. The Midas Sabina, the concept of a Bina means. What a person knows is his Khafna. What a person comes to understand is his Bina. The, the Yisoyed of, we all know that you have a Nisham. We all know that you're not just the body. We all know that there's a Khalik of us which is Rukhul. We all know that. But uh, the connection to that is his Bina. We don't just know it, we experience it. We experience it. Then it brings us to a different place, because now that we've experienced that neshama, we see that it's a, it's a living part of us. We see it's something which we can feel very, very strongly. And not only that, we see that it's something which is, in a way, we feel more a real part of us than anything else. It's a deeper part of us than anything else. The Midas Abina is what brings it. That's also why we say Midas Abina is a bit of Because if a person feels that in your kippah, then he has a taste of what Adam Abba is. A taste, and it matters much more, but a taste. A person knows what it means to feel a feeling of, of something great, connected to something greater, which isn't defined by his physical body. It's not something you can eat, and it's not something you can drink, and it's not something you can touch, but it's a feeling of connection which overrides all of that, and is stronger. And then I get a muslag, what it means, the concept of it is a level that a person can get to, which he can experience, and he can feel more, more connected to, or more a part of than anything he can feel with his body. And that's why we say the other part of the Mir Sabina. It's Mir of It's what we call the Shara Hamishim. The Shara Hamishim, the level which is, transcends this world. In Kippur, gives us the Matana Taiva, that if a person works in it, he can start to feel a little bit of what that means. And once the person's felt like that once, he's a different person. The Tara of Yom Kippur, he comes back to start the next year from a completely different point. From a completely different point, from a point of uh, awareness of something which he never was aware of before, or a connection to something he never had before. And it's not just the first Yom Kippur a person feels like this. If, if, if every Yom Kippur it's a return to that stage, then Pashat, a person misses Yom Kippur. It's the once in a year opportunity to feel something he can't feel the rest of the year. <coughs> we aren't in such a darker, and therefore a person looks forward to Yom Kippur. The person is working because this is now once the opportunity to feel that push, to feel that connection, to feel that side of me which I never feel, I can't feel the rest of the year. I look forward to it. And every year when a person feels it, it gives a new result. This is so much more real, and this is so much more connection, more deep than anything else I can experience. It gives me the kayak again. This is what I want it to be more like. This is what I want to try, strive harder to get. When a person gets to that feeling or to that stage, then keep us in keeper. He doesn't just get a kapara, he doesn't punish. He gets a tara. He gets a purity. It's, it's, it comes with a new start. Because the various then, by comparison, don't, don't, don't match up. They don't equal what the experience of what you can feel. No matter, it's something which is, naturally I feel is not a part of me. It's not a part of me. So what did I gain by what I did wrong? Compared to this, it's nothing. So it's a tara. It's not a wrong part of me. I, I feel disconnected from it. And it gives you the kayak to start a new, a new level of tara. So, to share it with you. Shkayat, Rabbi. Rabbi, let me get a circle.